Bug Life. Post a comment during the show to let us know you're watching. Like and share our video with your friends who love Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Sevierville, and the Great Smoky Mountains. Good morning. You're watching the Frank and Kira show. My name is Kira Cup, and today Frank Murphy couldn't be with us. He had to be out of town for, um, he lost a, an important member of his family, and I'm sure that he would appreciate all of your thoughts and prayers, well wishes and things like that, because it's always tough when you lose somebody you're close to. So Frank, I'm thinking of you and I'm praying for you, and I hope that things get better, and that I hope that 2020 will stop being such a crazy year. So I hope that every single one of you watching has something amazing happen this week. And then something amazing happening today on the show is Niels Dunker is joining us. He is an eight-time Guinness World Record champion who, um, he's a juggler. So Niels, let's get you on the show. <laughs> Hi. Hello, good morning. It's good, good to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Now, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Uh, where are you from? Yeah, like I was for three years, I was performing at the Comedy Barn Theater in Pigeon Forge. Okay. So only recently I moved to Ohio and there's another theater here that looks like a barn and we do comedy variety shows. Uh -huh. So I just opened my own show here. That Before coming to Pigeon Forge, so three years ago, I was a headliner on board many different cruise ships. And before that, I grew up in the Netherlands. Wow, so the Netherlands. What was it like transitioning from the Netherlands to the United States? Uh, in the Netherlands, I've never worn overalls before. Really? <laughs> That's the main difference. <laughs> and then the, the portions, like uh, when you ordered like a medium-sized meal at a fast food chain, like the portions are a lot smaller. Really? So for, for me, those were the two big changes. And that further, a lot of the stuff is the same, like it's... Uh, yeah, same similar culture, and uh, we drive cars, and that and stuff. Really, things we would shoot, but I, I don't. That's really cool. Do you think us people here in the South talk funny? I, I remember in 2010, I was in Pigeon Forge for the very first time, and then uh, I took one of the trolleys, and the guy was like, "You talk funny." I, and I was like, "Yeah, you talk funny too, but at least you can understand me, and I have no clue what you're saying." <laughs> hilarious um well going back to the juggling part of your life how did you get started as being a juggler yeah when i was eight i saw a street performer juggle and i thought it was real fun and i wanted to learn to do it myself but it was the time before youtube and it took me a couple years until i had this bright idea to go to the library and uh, look up the books on juggling so then i found a book learned how to juggle and I had so much fun, so I kept on practicing, started doing small shells, trying some bigger shells. And then uh, after like almost 20 years of practice, I made it uh, to Pigeon Forge. And then I did 1,600 shells at the Comedy Barn Theater. Wow, so technically that means, since you looked up books and you started at eight years old, you were self-taught. Yes. Was it hard learning how to do that yourself without having somebody to teach you how to do it? How was that for you? Yeah. Yeah, juggling is pretty tough regardless. If you have a coach or you do it self-taught, it's difficult either way. So, uh, but it takes practice every day. So even now, after 20 years of practicing, I still juggle every day. Wow. And if I don't do it for like a week, you feel like you're rusty and you feel like that's 
some of the bigger tricks, like seven or even more objects, it doesn't feel as natural. So you said seven or more objects. How many, yep. like, what's the most number of things that you're able to juggle at once? So I did 40 cups. 40? So that one of those cups were 14, was uh, in the Guinness Book of World Records Museum in Gatlinburg too, on display. That's incredible. That was, uh, it was really hard. Like I practiced, I, when I was living in Gatlinburg, I was like practicing at Mills Park, like all the time with those cups. Wow. So, um, with the Guinness Book of World Records, how did you go about winning those, or getting those titles? Yeah, so like uh, you have the website guinnessworldrecords.com and they have a big database of all the records that they have. So I just looked in the database which records were set and then uh, which one I thought I could break and then I started practicing real hard and then uh, for eight times I succeeded in getting the new Guinness World Record. Do you plan on breaking any more coming up soon? Yes, yeah, like uh, we're working probably on a, on a documentary maybe. So in a documentary I want to break one or also for the promotion here of my new show because it just looks like it gets a lot of media attention to break the world record. Yeah, that's so extremely uh, cool. Yeah, and that's for now too. Like now we need to uh, sell theater tickets. So everything that pulls media attention helps to sell theater tickets. So Absolutely. for that reason, it would be great to go for another world record. We actually have a photo of you in front of the Amish Country Theater. And where is the Amish Country Theater, did you say? It's in uh, Amish Country in Ohio. Wow. So it's near Akron. And uh, it's a town called Berlin. It's about half the size of Gatlinburg. Wow! It's more spread cool. out. So combined, combined, it's probably the same size as Gatlinburg. And it's uh, like Gatlinburg is a big tourist town. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest tourist town in this part of the country. And people just drive for hours to come for like a weekend trip or like a week vacation. And they check out the armies, they do a buggy ride, and they uh, see a couple shows or a couple like uh, show theaters in this area. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the biggest theater, it's like a 600 seat theater. And we do uh, comedy variety shows, kind of like the comedy barn, but different at the same time. That's extremely cool. Well, how does your show here in Pigeon Forge differ from the one in Ohio? Yeah, so the Comedy Barn is a very funny show, but we, there's so many tourists coming through Pigeon Forge all the time. So they can do the same show day after day. Wow. Right. Different shows. And then on top of that, Romeo had his morning show at Smoky Mountain Opry. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing my own morning show here. So the, the big difference for me is I'm doing a lot more material. So when I came to Pigeon Forge. I have tons of acts from a theater show, but I took a selection of 12, the best 12 minutes. The best 12 And here minutes. I get to do every, everything. So it's also a lot of people that have been to Pigeon Forge mm -hmm. and they live close to this area. They, they go to the county one and they come to this theater too because they just love the concept of a family-friendly, clean comedy variety show. Absolutely. And here they're amazed that I do so much more. That's really cool. So. You're not just juggling, you're actually like making people laugh as well. Yes, it's a big mix between comedy, juggling, then in the show here I do uh, magic, I do like, yeah, it's a full on variety show. Well, we actually have a really cool video on your website. It's uh, 
called the Berlin Morning Show featuring Niels Donker. So this is at the Amish Country Theater in Ohio, correct? Correct. This is the yes. venue. I'm sitting in the office from the theater right now. Oh, cool. Well, we don't have sound for it right now, but we can talk over it. But this shows uh, what you do. Okay, okay, let me talk because there's a little bit of an echo, so then it's easy. So this is the one ball juggling, so I have the Guinness World Record for that one. This actually only did a few times the county run with the unicycle. And here I just make it a lot bigger with all the bigger props. And uh, so the magic aspect that they act with a ball bouncing, I want to do on a keyboard and play a tune at the same time. So this, this is amazing. Is, uh, one of the bigger acts. That hat thing that you pull. did. And this is a very old trick with the ball in the circle. That's a trick that's nearly 100 years old. Wow. So how did you learn that 100-year-old trick that you were just talking about? Uh, so during the time when I was the comedy barn, like throughout the morning and the early afternoons, we're always free because the shows were 5 and 8.15. Mm -hmm. So like throughout the day I was free. And then uh, my friend in Berlin, Germany, he traveled all over the world for like 50 years to learn about juggling. That's and cool. he had all kinds of photos and he had written a very thick book that was not published. So I helped him publish that book. And I through the process of helping him publish that book. I learned so much about like old juggling tricks mm -hmm. and some inspired me to put in my own show. And this was one of those tricks. That is amazing. So you not only do juggling, you've also helped publish a book. What other cool things are you into? Uh, like one of the, the cups that you saw in the video, the white cups, mm -hmm. also the cups that I set the Guinness World Records with. So when I was at college, I studied mechanical engineering. And I used that skill to, uh, to design those cups better than the cups that were from there. And then I helped to, uh, with, that, with that new improved design, I managed to go from 10 cups, which was the old Guinness World Records, to 14 now. Oh my goodness. So can people buy these cups or are these strictly for you? Uh, it's a bit both because the ex expenses for those cups, like they're made out of polycarbonate. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're made in very small quantities. So the, the cost to just one cup is like over $125 oh, wow. just for me. So, uh, and most jugglers, especially now during the pandemic, they have, don't have enough gigs to uh, buy a full set of like 10 cups. It adds up pretty quickly. Yeah, that's tough. What, what advice would you have for people who are getting into juggling or who are jugglers and who are having a hard time being able to have an income to be able to pursue this, this career? It's very, very, right now it's very tough because of the, the coronavirus. So I know the comedy barn, they have like empty seats, empty rooms, the same what we're doing here as well. So basically a six to 800 seat theater gets reduced to like a 200 seat theater Yeah. because of the social distancing. So right now, if you want to get into the market, I would just say like really enjoy the juggling and really practice hard. But I think that's probably like uh, for everybody, like the time in when you're at home, just use, useful, maybe like have a passion that and study books or, you know, use the time better than just only watching Netflix, maybe an hour a day, do something productive that will help you after the pandemic is over. I like that. I like how you said do something other than just watching Netflix, because I think yeah. many of us are guilty of doing that, myself included. I, I really want to learn another language. I want to yeah. learn how to speak the German language. And I have okay. an app that- We can practice right now. Oh, you know German? Yeah, natürlich. Ich spreche auch Deutsch, weil ich war 
in geboren in den Niederlanden und dann in den Deutschland ist in der Nähe von den Niederlanden, so ich habe auch Deutsch ge gelernt. Ich bin eine Frau. Ich, ja, ich sehe das. I told like in English, I, I can see that. <laughs> I said I am a woman, because that's the only phrase I know how to say. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then I was at the county one too. One girl was like, that was the only thing she could say. I was like, well, that's not new information. Like, looking at you, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's your favorite thing about your life, about what you're doing, about where you're going? I think the, the really cool thing is what juggling allowed me is to go to all these kind of places where normally you would never end up with. Like if you grow up in the Netherlands and you're, it's very unlikely you will end up in the Smoky Mountains. So that's cool, like the beautiful nature, the fun shows that I got to do there. So that was one thing I really enjoyed. Now like being in Amish country, it's, it's really cool. Like I heard about the Amish when I was in the Netherlands and now you're just like here doing a season. Uh, here, like I'm learning about their culture and doing all the shows and yeah, like with the cruises, I travel to all over the world, to all seven continents. So like all this cool experience of stuff that you've seen, but otherwise I would have never seen like going to Dubai, going to China, going to Australia. It's real cool. That is really cool. It sounds like you've got like a lot of things checked off on your bucket list that most people would have. Yeah, it's pretty amazing, and especially like travel, it's so expensive, but then if you get to do through the juggling, so then the producers, they pay me to travel to their venues. That's the so way like you otherwise you have to, yeah, otherwise you have to just work so hard just to save all that money and travel out there. So basically most people can only afford one or two trips after they retire. That is And then true. when you do the shows, you got to do them like almost every week because you have to make a living, but then also you get new experiences in your life. Now, do you document these trips online? Like, do you share what happens, or do you just share about the the, uh, the shows that you do? Um, a bit of both. Like, I just, like to document everything, it's almost like running another show. So then you have to do the actual jogging show, and then you have to run the other show online too. Yeah. But like, if people go through Instagram, they all post a photo here and there, like almost every day of, of something. We have some more and photos then, of you juggling that oh, are really cool. cool. What are those? Yeah, so this is on stage. I juggle the seven balls in the show, and this is with the theater shirt that I'm wearing, and it's right here taken in the theater by Reed Masterson. Super cool. And that's the Diablo frame that I perform, and it's also taken on stage at the theater here. Does that make a noise when you do it? No. It's, yeah. uh, we play the music, and it's... Uh, so this is a very old trick as well. One of the other things that I found in that book, it's performed for the first time a hundred years ago. And uh, it kind of looks like a juggling harp, but it doesn't make harp sounds. But then the strings, they react under the UV light. And then the, the Chinese yo-yo, there's LED lights inside, so they bounce back and forth. And um, it's been sitting backstage at the Smoky Mountain Opry for like a year when I got there. And now I uh, busted it out and started performing it again. That is so cool. Now, I will say that going and watching you perform in person, which I have before, I saw you at the Comedy Barn a few years ago. and uh, That's right. You interviewed me very briefly, too, the one we had this 25-season uh, mm -hmm. party there. 
Yeah, and I thought it was so cool being able to see you juggle in person because you had all the cool lighting effects, you were super quick, and it's so much different than just watching you on TV or on a computer or your phone. It's a completely unique experience that people, or that all of you watching need to go out and see. Thank you. Yeah, it's so interesting because too, like nowadays on all those apps, kids see the most incredible things, like on a daily basis, just in their feet. But then when you bring them to their, a live theater show, it's so much more fun. Yeah. Like it's uh, this experience that they've never had and they want to come back and back and back. And, but like they've never seen before. So it's like for them, like oh, before you go, okay, kids, circus, juggler, like not a big deal. They see it every year, but now it's so rare. So it's really cool that shows like the Comedy Barn and the Amish Country Theater, they're still going because that's one of the few opportunities where kids nowadays can see the old school vaudeville entertainment and enjoy it like people have done for generations. What are you doing to preserve the art of juggling? Are you having any classes for people or are you teaching anybody? Uh, so like if people want to learn how to juggle, they can go to my YouTube channel okay. or they can just put in YouTube, like learn how to juggle three balls. And my video is one of the most popular ones. It has like a million and a half views now. So that's a lot of kids learn how to juggle mm -hmm. from that video. The other thing is uh, those oldest juggling books, the one that I explained, like I published 14 books on the history of juggling. So that's another one. And just like doing a good job uh, on stage every time so people can see how fun it is. And then when they see it once and they see another variety show or circus, they want to see it again because they have seen it once and they know how fun it is. Wow. That's really cool. So if people want to come and see you perform, how can we get tickets to watch your show here in Pigeon Forge? Uh, Pigeon Forge, like uh, the Comedy Barn, I'm not there anymore. Oh, okay. So uh, right now, if people go to uh, AmishCountryTheater.com, okay. that's where I'm performing right now because right now I'm in, in Ohio. Okay. Do you think you'll ever return to Pigeon Forge? Uh, that's... Right now, like I'm having a great time here and this town is, is growing. So mm -hmm. it's always there, like, but then the company that runs, the new company that runs the comedy barn. Um, yeah, I think my salary was really good. So uh, that, that it came to a close with yeah. the, when David Fee sold the company and they had some restructures within their budgets and everything. Oh, okay. So that's how I ended up here, and now it's real good because I have the opportunity to do my own show, which I didn't have in Pigeon Forge at the Comedy Barn because it was slammed with so many shows. They, we sold uh, the evening variety show so many times, so there was no opportunity for a single headliner performer to, to do a show there. Mm -hmm. They had the uh, Amazing Animal show, and even they cut back on that one. Oh, wow. So um, it's a strong show. The evening show is very strong, so they just do it as many times as they can. So, uh, yeah, who knows? You never know what happens in the future. But right now, yeah. if people want to see the show, they can uh, yeah, they go to my channel on YouTube or they can uh, travel through Ohio if they're in the area. Mm -hmm. Well, I know a lot of you people watching are actually from Ohio or you're one of the people who travels around all the time. So if you're ever in Ohio, make sure to go see Neil's uh, juggle at the Amish Country Theater. Thank you so much. Yeah, like it's a, it's a real fun town. Like I know Pigeon Forge is beautiful. Gatlinburg is fantastic. So that's too, like this town here, it's uh, if you like Pigeon Forge and you like Gatlinburg, you're going to like this town as well. It's, 
it's similar but it's different so we don't have the mountains but we got beautiful amish country and uh there's like a lot of similar but different stuff to do so it's just another tourist town in another part of the country right well you said it's amish does that mean that there's a lot of like fields of plants growing yes and it's also funny if when you drive around you have to be super careful because the horses and buggies they don't move so fast so you have to be very careful like uh, when you it's, it's a, there are a little bit of hills so like that's too if you are driving behind a buggy and you see okay i have so much space and then you have the top of the hill so you don't know if the car is coming so you have to make a decision right away oh i'm gonna goodness. pass the buggy or i'm gonna stick behind the buggy for like a mile or two so in a way you're having to juggle the direction of your car <laughs> yeah you have to be careful with those because they don't move so fast and then you have all this like uh Amish kids sitting in a buggy and peeking out is very cute, but like you have to be very careful because they don't move with the speed that you expect cars to go. I never knew that. I figured like they'd have like a different road for the horses and carriages versus the cars. So it's no. all just one road? And also road. the tractors there sometimes on the side of the road too. So you have to be careful with the traffic. It's, but it's, it's real cool. Now what about the Netherlands and, uh, where right. you're from? Uh, there's like... Uh, normal like uh, Knoxville or something. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if they so had horses. It's and like real crowded though. Okay. More crowded than than Pigeon Forge. Um, not as crowded as Pigeon Forge, but like the main, the big cities, they're as big and crowded as uh, as crowded as Pigeon Forge. Wow. There's like 17 million people living in a in a in a country that's like basically you can drive from border to border in four hours. That's really cool. I'd love to be yeah, able so to do it's, that. Uh, it's funny, like uh, here in the States when you go like, okay, this next town is three and a half hours over. You go, okay, it's not too bad. Okay, if I have to go there, I will just drive three hours and that's mm -hmm. fine. But like in the Netherlands, there's so many cities closer. Like, so if you have an hour drive, you can be in Amsterdam, you can be in Utrecht, you can even be in Antwerp in Belgium in the other country. So uh, you go, oh, man, like, uh, why do I need to go all the way three and a half hours to Groningen to uh, that's so far because you have like in a half an hour drive or like an hour drive, you have so many bigger cities mm -hmm. with a lot of more stuff to do. So you go, okay, I'd rather drive like half an hour and be in The Hague or yeah, those other big cities. That sounds like a lot of fun and a, a, probably a beautiful place to live. I assume. Yeah, they give all those tulips and windmills and. Wow. It's just very beautiful. Very different from America. <laughs> oh, and America's beautiful too. It's a different kind of beautiful. Yeah, I see that. Well, Niels, is there anything else that you wanted to tell us about your juggling career? Uh, not particularly. I was like, uh, so like, I had a great time in Pigeon Forge. Then mm -hmm. like next week I'll be visiting for just a couple days. Oh, cool. Because like it's, yeah, with the pandemic, it's just so more difficult to run a theater like right now. Like we're, there's all like, of course, like last year, like with the, you could put every, like for the show itself, you put everybody together and everybody is like a big crowd and keep them laughing. It's so much easier because like there's this group feel like in the audience. But right now, like it's so important to keep everybody safe. So that's the slogan we adopted here, like keeping them safe or keeping them laughing. Mm -hmm. And then the main comedian and heroes go like, uh, we are six feet apart, but we're st you're still close to our heart. <laughs> but like with the seating charts too, like people buy buy the tickets and then to place them strategically so we can like put them apart and like keep them safe. Mm -hmm. So that's more more of a challenge. 
I'm sure and, uh, it is. But yeah, we're doing it and we're allowed to do the shows here and we're doing it and we're keeping everybody safe. But now with the math and stuff too, like, so it's, it's very important. And it's also we notice that the people that do come out and can't come out, they, uh, they're so happy because everybody, I've not been able to do that. They're just watching Netflix all the time. And now for them to get the joy to see a live theater show, everybody. So even though the theaters, the audience are smaller and everybody's apart, the reactions are so big because everybody is so happy to, uh, to see a live show again and yeah. go come to a comedy show. People love it. So that's why too, like the, with the limited capacity, we saw all the shows, but like it's a lot more headache in the way of thinking that you do no volunteers in the show and keeping everybody safe. Mm-hmm. But we're doing it, so I was like, yeah, just come to see the show. Awesome. Well, do you have to wear a mask while you perform? Uh, that's like the governor changed the regulations on that le- yesterday. So after this, we're going to have a, another meeting, like how to, what else we need to do to keep everybody even more safe with the new and tighter regulations than last week. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish you the best with all of that. Thank you so much Thank for you so joining much. us. Uh, how can we get tickets one more time to come to your show? Uh, AmishCountryTheater.com. Okay. So that's for a show here. And if you don't live close by, you cannot travel, uh, Comedy Barn is a great show too. I'm not there anymore, but my friends are, and it's still a great show. Awesome. And then what was your YouTube channel name, if anybody wants to look at that? Uh, so it's Niels Dianker. But the easiest way, just go to ComedyJuggler.com. Okay. Because my name is kind of funky to spell for you as like, I mean, it's been like here in your screen as a title all the time. So if you click that name in to YouTube, then you'll find my channel and you can learn how to juggle. Like in an hour of practice, you can learn how to juggle. And it's a lot of fun, a good thing to do while you're keeping safe in the house. How cool. I'm going to try that because I've always wanted to juggle. So I'm just going to be like. Nice. Like, is this how you do it? That's, that's the motion right there. Like air juggling. Okay. Well, cool. I'm already down the right path. Yeah, zero ball juggling, no drops. Yeah, zero ball, can't drop anything. Exactly, I know if you do, nobody sees it. True. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Niels Dunker. We are so happy that you decided to come on the show today, and we wish you the best in your juggling career, and that you break all the Guinness World Records that there are to break. Thank you so much, I'll keep on practicing, thank you. You're welcome. And thank you so much for watching today. I just want to say uh, continue having Frank in your thoughts and prayers, his family. You can really use them right now. And uh, we love you, Frank. You are such an amazing person. And I want you all to know that I will always love you. I appreciate you. And thank you for always being here and being such a, a big part of my life this past year. So I love you all so much, and I wish you the best I hope that the country gets better, that we get through all of this mess. Goodbye.